And welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by Oh Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Oh And I'm Michael Gray. I'm the one who does not have ice cream right now. It's pretty, it's a sad, sad life for you. Yeah. There. I'm really sorry. So... So now we know how my month is going. It's just been uh, no ice cream whatsoever. How's your month? Uh, I mean, with ice cream, not bad. All things considered. You know, they have it at the supermarket. Those are still open. So, I mean, you could go there and get oh, some. I don't think our markets here are all that super. Um, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to ask, supermarkets are a thing, right? Yeah? Do, do they not have supermarkets on the West Coast? They do, but what's the difference between a supermarket and, like, a market? A uh, market um, is much smaller. Oh, okay, so... Um, a supermarket is more, like, Walmart-sized. Like a, It's like the big box re- retailer of food. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know how much we talked about the coronavirus in last month's podcast, but... Not at all. I think we managed to skip it entirely. Oh, well, I think, like, all those big box giant chain stores are open, but then all the mom-and-pop stores uh, were, like, shut down by the local government. Yeah. I don't know yeah, that how that happened right. uh, uh, in your <laughs> place, but... Uh... Um, I'm trying to think of any local... Pl- I mean, I guess, I don't know, I haven't really been looking that much. I haven't been anywhere besides the supermarket uh, in months now, so... I haven't even tried to really go anywhere except uh, getting takeout from restaurants sometimes. Yeah, hmm. Uh, yeah, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I follow a few uh, local estab- establishments on Facebook, and yeah, they're <laughs> they are not open. Some of them are doing online ordering. Um, one of my favorite thrift thrift stores around here, uh, the Ithaca Reuse Center. I'll give them a shout out. Uh, they've been doing. They've been putting all of their inventory online, basically, uh, and you can order it online and pick it up at their store, uh, curbside, which is kind of cool. Curbside thrift store shopping. They should do, like, uh, mystery boxes, too. Oh my gosh, I would do that in a heartbeat. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and then I could do an unboxing video? Yes. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> oh man, I think I have a new business here. Oh, I'm gonna start doing this. Their store mystery garbage box. <laughs> this sounds awesome. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. I I feel like I haven't been able to talk much about, uh, I guess, uh, the coronavirus because we're on opposite sides of the country, and it feels like every single state just makes up their own rules about what they want to do, what's safe, yeah. what's not. So you get some places that are like. Yeah, it's fine. Everybody can go in a swimming pool. It's it's fine yeah. if we've got fifty people in a swimming pool, but uh. the bookstore down the street can't have more than ten people inside at once. Well, I think we, um, as of today's recording, uh, what May twenty fifth, twenty twenty, um, 
Uh, we still haven't really opened retail stores around here unless you're quote-unquote essential, like Walmart is essential. Like we were talking about the big boxes are still okay, but... Yeah, big boxes um, <laughs> are more essential than, uh, you know, small stores, yeah. I guess. Yeah, than your local bookshop, my local running store. Because yeah. they're only selling one item, but the, the big stores sell, like, everything, don't they? Yeah. Well, they sell... I think that they sell food and, like, cleaning supplies, which I think is what probably what qualifies them. I don't know. Uh, I think running yeah. running supplies in the local bookstore are, are fine. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. So uh, as as of now, uh, I live in New York State, and we are in the middle of phase one of reopening as of recording. So I think in phase two, that's when uh, other stores like my thrift store get to start opening for like limited capacity, that kind of thing. So is your state doing the thing where like each county gets to uh, decide what phase they're in? Or the uh, entire state goes in the phase at the same time. Um. Well. So yeah, we are we are broken in. It's not quite by counties. It's by regions. Mm. Uh, the state set up a set of criteria that everyone has to hit. That that sorry that a region has to hit in order to open to the next phase. Um. So our region is approaching. Yeah. That that that's right. I'm sorry. Our region is approaching phase two. I think like for example, New York City is not near anything right now. Because they they were hit the hardest in the country, I believe. Um, but yeah, so it's it's yeah it's it's region wide. It's it's a regional thing. Okay, we we did it by county, I guess. So okay. I think everywhere. I, I'm not sure anymore. Actually, I think the <laughs> things have changed. But it was that every single place in the state, um, except for the three big counties, were in phase one. Okay. So I think um, our county, I don't know, I think the three biggest counties might have moved to phase one. I haven't been checking the news as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like uh, this is somewhat related to video gaming. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote a pathway for the, the mom's game. Uh, I don't know how much we've talked about that on the podcast, mm. but... Uh, I, uh, there was so much unnecessary drama, I think, was, um, my outline called for seven chapters of, uh, the pathway I wrote. I think it's the Laura pathway. I don't even remember. <laughs> Shows you how much of an impact. Yeah, it was the Laura <laughs> pathway. Yes. So, uh, you know, my outline called for, uh, seven different chapters and, um, mm -hmm. I, I was partway through chapter number seven getting things to be wrapped up. And then I realized that the first pathway of the game, the Britney one, which had already been done like over a year ago, uh, that only has six chapters. Oh no. And, and I, I actually went back and, and checked my, uh, you know, outline. Cause I've got my outline. It's got the bullet points of what happens in each storyline. And yeah, for, for whatever reason, <laughs> Every single pathway has is supposed to have seven chapters, but the, the first one, for whatever reason, I only did um, six. So oh, it's it's the uh, what? It's the inverse of the Kale pathway in Cat President One, right? Because Kale had uh, the script called for six pages per chapter, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And every other pathway ended up being five pages. Yeah, I changed. <laughs> so we had that. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had one longer, so in this one you have one shorter. Are you going to try to add a new chapter, like a filler chapter somewhere? I don't or... know if that would be possible. I feel like the Britney yeah. storyline already has like oh no a filler chapter. Um, it, it works. No, there's 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 just a chapter where they all go to the beach for a day. 
Or uh, you're joking, they... there is a scene on the beach, <laughs> actually. Already I already have a scene where there are, like, three characters Dang. on the beach and you have to fight a judge. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> All right, so you need the, um, what, the, the clip episode chapter where you just copy and paste parts from other chapters? <laughs> oh, wow, that's interesting. Well, the, to be fair, the mm-hmm. one chapter in the in the Britney pathway mm-hmm. is sort of bloated and crazy, but um, <laughs> yeah. So every 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 single thing one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, everything has like seven chapters except that one. So mm-hmm. um, I just wrote my notes. I'm very very clear in my notes for the other pathway. It's like this should only have six chapters combined two chapters somewhere. <laughs> and um so the last chapter the Laura pathway is going to be kind of crazy <laughs> because it's like two chapters combined into one. Okay. So they is it still going to be like the same length of a normal chapter? Oh, it's the same length. It's the exact same yeah. length, but it's yeah. just there's going to be a lot going on in that chapter. So, yeah. like, this character who is supposed to show up for, like, three or so pages only shows up for, like, half a page, I think. Um, stuff like that. So, um, I don't know how good it's going to be. I feel like it was kind of dark and dreary because I wrote it in the middle of all this coronavirus stuff. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like it's kind of heavier than my normal fare. That's also weird because yeah. it's the philosophy pathway. I don't know if I got your approval first for doing a philosophy <laughs> pathway or not. Maybe I should read the read some more of this at some point. I feel like I haven't looked at it in maybe a year. Over <laughs> I feel a like year. It's been a while. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I, I've got it. Because then, because then we started getting deep into Cat President too, and I couldn't think about anything else. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. So I sort of program. Uh, I I program the puzzles for it. I think. Um, yeah. Oh, that's okay. another oh, thing cool. I can talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know how um, philosophy heavy it is. It's basically a bunch of characters talking about the nature of love and questioning it because they're writing a romance novel. And I, I'm just wondering how much people are actually going to to like these musings um, based on it. <laughs> well, I'll let you know uh, how much I like it. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I'll just yeah, I'll just put like cut all of this i don't care about any any of this and you'll be very sad oh there's a joke that like nobody's going to understand (laughs) so i'm gonna keep it in there just in case Uh, oh oh i probably shouldn't use victoria's bud bud key's name in here Uh, (laughs) oh my god (laughs) okay so um what what prompted it is um uh, I was commissioned to read um The Fault in Our Stars um which is okay. it, it's a romance novel where someone dies and this is the second like cancer themed romance novel oh, where geez. where it's like the teenager character die it's teenagers falling in love and one of them catches cancer and dies um The uh. Fault in Our Stars is different in that both characters have cancer uh, from the start. <laughs> who's who's making you read these cancer books in the middle of a pandemic? I don't know. <laughs> let Michael read happy books. Yeah. So I wanted to put like a, a, a joke uh, about like cancer romance. And all. I, oh, I, I posted gosh. something angry about it on Facebook, I think. <laughs> but um, so uh, I wanted to put a joke about you know cancer romance novels being like a genre 
and um, <laughs> I wanted to put that uh, here in, in the mom's game, and somehow that just resulted in me writing the entire uh, Laura pathway <laughs> instead of just writing the one joke and leaving it there. So that ended up being my writing project for the week instead of uh, uh, the Pride and Prejudice game. I uh, I just did a search for mom game in my email. My the first email I can find dates back to July 2017. Oh wow! That's how long we've been cons- thinking about this game. It's it's basically been like that, yeah. where I you know I wrote one pathway and then stopped, yeah. and then I picked it up like a year and a half later and yeah. wrote another pathway no. <laughs> and stopped. Uh, that's that sounds like my writing projects. <laughs> so um. I came up with a name for it. Uh, was the uh, the? I, I mean, I'll just read the dialogue. It's like as long as it's not a cancer romance, I'm fine. <laughs> Main character cancer romance is is that a thing? It's like oh yeah, that's a romance genre, just like secret love letters romance and return to small hometown romance. I don't know if secret love letters romance is an actual genre or if it's oh. just that one book, but I know return to small hometown romance is like yeah. every. I Hallmark like those movie, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, yeah. I just made up my own summary for this. Uh, uh, just with that line, it's like, okay, what would be a a, a cancer romance book? And I made up my own storyline. It's like, <laughs> how's it go? Uh, Dave is a bad boy from the wrong side of the tracks who's always flirting with loose women. He thinks it's a great life, but there's a hole in his heart. The main character says because he wishes for something more. Laura says, no, I mean, there's a literal hole in his heart. He's hospitalized with heart complications and given three months to live. No, no, no. He goes to the hospital chapel in order to yell at God about how unfair life is. That's when he meets Victoria Budke. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Victoria. Yeah, that's where I should change the name. I I don't know that she would appreciate that. (laughs) Main character says, let me guess, they fall in love. Yep, the book says Victoria's an angel sent from heaven to save him, but she's super grim and sarcastic all the time. I'm not sure angels are allowed to act like that. Laura's got breast cancer, and she's also got three months left to live. They complain about how terrible life is. Oh my gosh, yeah, this is very depressing. (laughs) Anyway. So I'm sorry, is is this a a book that they're writing in the mom game, or is this a a new project that you're working on? No, in the mom game, uh... Okay. So it's it's just sort of a throwaway. After after reading yeah. two cancer romance novels, I I just threw in this thing where this character like summarizes this terrible cancer I got romance it. Got novel. Got it. Got it. But I specifically did it. It's uh, what do you call it? It's one of those dialogue options where the main character can ask for a summary and hear this entire summary of this terrible cancer novel, <laughs> or the main character can choose no, and it, whatever option you pick doesn't affect the story at all. Right, right, got it, got it. Yeah, and somehow just me writing that joke um, just somehow blossomed into me writing this entire Laura <laughs> pathway, but I still think it might be... Uh, <sighs> I don't know, a little dark and grim. Who knows? Oh, no, it's fine. Well, we'll we'll see what you actually read the story. Yeah, we'll line. see. Yeah. <laughs> I say it's fine now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all gone. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then and then it also has like an overbearing mother stereotype, which I, I think I just played through on Cat President. I'm like, I've got to stop having an overbearing parent storyline <laughs> in every game. Yeah, I don't... yeah. I seem you've had them kidnapped before. Yeah. Oh man, do I have lots of kidnapping? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a kidnapping in this plot, <laughs> this pathway, but. It's not the mom who gets kidnapped. Game sounding pretty good. All right, I got to finish Cat President too. Yeah, yeah, no, it sounds no. Like this, it sounds like mom game is going to be next. Might be next on deck. Could be, I guess. Um, I think what I was trying to do is trying to make a balanced um, storyline. So where um, the main character's mom and the main character's relationship, the parent to child relationship, mirror the uh, relationship with the actual mom. But I don't know uh-huh. how well it worked. So getting back to a thing I mentioned, so um, programming, I I did some yes. puzzle programming, yes, and tried oh, to get I'm very happy to hear that. Tried to get testers on Twitter, and um, I think there are like eight people who wanted to do it, eight to ten, and then there are like two of them that could figure out how to actually play uh, the game. <laughs> That's right. You you mentioned that to me. They they just like straight up couldn't figure out how to run that like the .exe file, right? Yeah, like, I don't quite understand it because if if it wasn't for the two people that could play the game a-okay just fine i'd think it was a problem with the file but yeah i was able to play the game just fine the two people i think it was actually three or four in the end yeah i think you you would mention that you were wondering if it was like a generational thing right if like people of a younger generation just are not used to running files right off of their computer instead of, like, going into the start menu or whatever. Start menu Steam games and then clicking on the name of the game. Yeah, with, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I have... My uh, desktop has, whatever you call it, shortcuts to a, a bunch of video games and stuff, and that's how I yeah. normally do it. Oh, okay. But I don't I don't know what the, the problem was. Anyway, um... That was uh, one of the puzzles in, um... The, the Brittany pathway, I just had an idea of how I could do a variation of a puzzle. Um, so uh, the puzzle it replaced magically becomes a, a puzzle in the Laura pathway, because I don't have time for uh, making up new puzzles everywhere. <laughs> so I, I reused the puzzle that got replaced. So, um, yeah, I don't know how I could de- describe the puzzle. Um... It's like a keypad, and you're just trying to get all the uh, the bars to fill up to uh, red, something like that. I don't know. Okay. So what else do I have in my notes? Um, uh, the prom queen. So you, you played the kidnapped prom queen, and then you found the problems <laughs> that were uh, <laughs> supposed to have been um, fixed by the update. Um, yeah. And then you found a gendered pronoun somewhere. So I sent that... I guess back to the the publisher and said, "I'm sorry to be a a, a bother. Here's an mm-hmm. update that changes one word." <laughs> um, but hopefully that means they updated it and everything's cool now. I don't know. I find it very what do you call it? Not good that you found a you found the yeah. the same problem after the update it's, allegedly I mean, went through. It's possible that my phone hadn't downloaded the update yet for whatever reason that's that's what i'm gonna hope mm-hmm. yeah that could be it and let's see you also mentioned the love scenes love scenes don't i wish we could have had more love scenes oh well 
Oh. I think it's just vague love interest. That's the literal name of the uh, <laughs> the variable. But uh, it. Oh yeah, well, because I kept trying to hook up with the principal the whole game. <laughs> yeah, no, it changes. Just... <laughs> it changes a few lines of dialogue, but it changes all that. It doesn't change all that much. <laughs> I just kept picking all the all the options that were like go alone with the principal, talk to the principal. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna get together. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> did not happen. Which it's it's you know what. It's for the best that it did not happen. <laughs> poor, poor vice principal, whatever you call it. Oh, vice principal, sorry. Yeah. Vice principal Smothers, yes. He's, uh... I think the storyline is that he's he's really old, though, and about to retire. Like, um, no, it's the actual principal's retiring, and this is like the second or third time he's been passed up to be made full principal from oh. vice principal. So, so he was feeling a lot of pressure because he knows that this is this is literally it. This is the last time he can't let himself get passed over for the third or fourth time because there's not going to be another one before he has to retire. So let's see. Um, so what's been going on with uh, our video games that you've been working on? Yeah, that's that's about all I've done. I wrote a pathway of the, the one game and then. I just keep getting busy with other work. I, w- I was going to say, um, talking about outlines and uh, and trying to stick to them or not stick to them. Uh, for uh, there's a there's a game I've been sort of writing off and on for a while, uh, and I I have an outline for it, like that I'm, I'm following, like I know all the story beats basically, and and some of the puzzles. Um, but I don't have it like divided by chapter in the outline or or page length or anything like that. So I'm really curious to see <laughs> how it's going to turn out because it's a game, it's a visual novel with three different pathways. And for all I know, like like I haven't even been paying attention to whether the chapters are all the same length, let alone whether the pathways are the same length. I'm very curious to see how this is going to work out. <laughs> I so I've I've been just like ending chapters like when it seems like a chapter should end <laughs> instead of instead of ah, i wrote five pages let's let's move on to the next chapter or or whatever it's like oh, okay i'm at a point where time needs to pass let's end the chapter and then start the next chapter you know the next day that's actually a really good solution yeah <laughs> yeah well we'll we'll see how uh when i actually like program the game and it's like oh chapter one is four hours long and chapter two is 20 minutes and then all of cha- and all of the second pathway is only a half hour. Like it's going to be all over the place. I feel like it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see. It's also going to be like five years before I'm finished even writing it. I'm sure. So, oh, can we get some gossip about? Uh, uh, did you think of a premise for the game? Oh, I mean, obviously you're writing it, so maybe <laughs> you have. Yeah, no. Um, I think I've I've probably mentioned it on Twitter before. This is the. Uh, it's a it's a cross between a family road trip and and a high school romance uh, mm. game, uh, and I'm and I'm sort of trying to uh, mesh together visual novel and uh, adventure game elements, sort of like like Phoenix Wright almost, um, where basically you have segments of visual novel where you read and and make decisions, and then sections where you have a puzzle and you move around through a few different screens and try to to, to get yourself out of the puzzle. Like one of the first ones is. Um, you're on the boardwalk and you're trying to find a way to get past the, uh, the person who checks your beach tag to get onto the beach. 
I don't know if that's a thing other people know about. In New Jersey, you have to have a you have to pay for a, a beach tag to get onto the beach. You what? That's oh. so weird. <laughs> that's not how it works it's... on our boardwalks. You walk that, like, to the definitely beach. At, like the popular ones. <laughs> no, like like seaside and island. I think I, maybe not Island Beach State Park, but definitely seaside. You have to pay for a you have to pay a person who's standing at a gateway to the beach to get a tag to go in, and it's like a different color and shape every day, so you can't just use the same tags over and over again. Interesting. So it's like a, a puzzle where you have to like, t- you you have a piece of plastic and you have to like, I think, if I recall correctly, well, you have to look at the sign to see what today's tag is and then like cut the tag into the right shape and then make it the right color. Stuff like that. And make like a false tag. That's crazy times because I, I know with the uh, the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, uh, it's it's like an amusement park. Um, you know, they got yeah. roller coasters and stuff like that, but... They basically just take tickets at the rides, um, yeah. and people can just come in and out whenever they want. No, Seaside does that, too. You also have to get tickets for the ride and then a separate badge to get onto the beach. You're allowed to walk the boardwalk for free. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it was funny. As I was saying that, I'm like, wait a minute. I bet beach tags aren't a thing everywhere, are they? No, they're they're <laughs> not even kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, New Jersey. Well, well, hold on a second. New Jersey. So, like, that's that's East Coast, right? It, that's yes. where most people live, right? Maybe yeah. it's a thing. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, it's also, I think it's Seaside, which I think is where the show Jersey Shore was, in fact, filmed. So it's a it's a popular beach. Oh no, that's got to be Seaside, Oregon. So they they probably went there uh-huh. and uh <laughs> yes, it, you're right. It's Seaside, Oregon is where they filmed Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, why would they film it in Jersey? No. <laughs> that makes sense. Seaside city in Oregon, um population less than 7,000. <laughs> I bet Jersey Shore has a slightly uh, larger population. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking so. Um, yeah, my, my dad's family, my dad and his family used to, to, I forget if they actually owned a house there or or they rented a house there, but my dad would spend all of his summers there and, and, uh, work. I believe he worked at the rooftop golf, a mini golf course they have there. On the roof. Which again is a thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if that's also a thing that exists other places. Yeah, it takes place, uh, I possibly on multiple roofs. I'm trying to remember. Uh, but it's definitely at, on at least one one roof. It's really cool. You get really beautiful views of uh, of the shore from up there. It's interesting. I've heard of like basement golf courses. I think there's one of those oh, in no. Portland, Oregon. That's weird because uh, there's basically no room, I guess, <laughs> on the main floor. <laughs> it's just is that also at the at the beach or is that like in? No, that's just downtown. Like that's just like downtown. So like. Oh, weird. In between a restaurant, you just you just walk in, go downstairs, and there's a, a mini golf thing. Oh, interesting. No, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's a scary thing. Yeah, I mean, That's right. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Scary murderer basement golf. Yes, yes. And you can play <laughs> in the dark. Yep. All right. I, I have an idea for our... Uh, oh, man. This seems like a video game waiting to happen. Something in there. <laughs> oh, and I also did... Uh, uh, I think I sent you the uh, thing for the uh, escape room game. I I did one yes. of the backgrounds. It's changed. Yes, yes. I I know it looked really good. That's great. So yeah. um, I, that messed up. Like all the items in the room look terrible now. <laughs> um, so I, I redid the hot dog, and uh, yeah. none of the other items in the room. 
<laughs> Speaking of games that won't be finished for another five years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's moving forward, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. So maybe, maybe me actually taking up painting was uh, enough for me yeah. to actually learn how to do some color blending that doesn't look terrible. Yeah. Well, especially those 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 columns or whatever. Those look beautiful. I thought you did. Those look really good. Oh, those columns. I think the columns I did there. I think those were like originally there. I don't know. No, no. The uh, the or the uh, the art. Sorry, not the columns. The um the art. The the whatever the carvings, not the columns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. the columns. Stuff at the, the top. columns look yeah, good yeah, yeah. too. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, so what else we got going on? A uh, cat president and uh, oh, I think you're angry about internet court being real life now oh yeah yeah i don't know ah man yeah so i mean we've been working on this fmv game internet court for the longest time a game where it it imagines this fantastical world where court cases can be tried online via a program like skype or zoom and now that's just happening in real life and i don't know what to do (laughs) it's just a real thing now like do we address that somehow or do we just i don't know it just seems weird to be suddenly making this game that is extremely relevant to the real world when when it wasn't when we first imagined it it's so it's such a weird situation how do we uh how do we address it in the actual game i feel like it's a little bit with your character's dialogue, because your mm. character complains you weren't in an actual court. You got relegated to internet court. That's true, I yeah. feel like that's the closest well, <laughs> we came to, like, really explaining it. I guess we could have, like, a pop-up tutorial screen saying, the year yeah. is 2000X, and <laughs> the court system is overburdened, so now everybody does courts online. Oh, Maybe we should, yeah. We really don't, like set set the stage at all we just kind of jump right into it man maybe maybe we should do something like that the future (laughs) 20xx yes reminds me of what is it jetty's pizza game that released several years ago where it's like it's the future 2006 or something like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i i just because i don't want to like I feel like it would be weird to be... I, I've, everyone's going to think that we made this game because of the coronavirus. Like, everyone's going to think that, oh man, they filmed this game, they had everyone film this game remotely just because that's what everyone's doing right now. And it's like, no, no, we we've been, we filmed that footage like two years ago. We did it that way because we can't all be in the same room. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's... I, and I, and I, I don't want to, like retroactively make it seem like that this is a like a coronavirus themed game like i don't feel like i feel like we probably shouldn't be trying to use the coronavirus as a as a marketing bullet point or anything like that or or saying this is set in a post-corona world yeah that, that, that feels gross to me but everyone's gonna think that's what's happening so yeah maybe maybe you're onto something we have like a little pop-up screen at the beginning of the game or like an about internet court menu that you can click on from the main screen or, or, or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. It's, we we do not at all. We, we address like a few specifics of what this is. Like it's established that these, these courtrooms are like streaming online for people to watch because we talk about our viewership and, and visitors leaving. That's right. Yeah. uh, The stream at various times. So it's, I mean, it definitely is, 
is supposed to be like Twitch, basically. I feel like, or you know, YouTube live streaming or whatever. We don't use we don't use Zoom like mm. everyone else, so we no. have no <laughs> idea if it's accurate or not. <laughs> yeah, still on Skype. Still the only the last two people on Skype. <laughs> I wonder is it is it, have you ever watched like Law and Order? Don't they do like? Uh, a thing at the beginning of each episode where it's like the criminal justice system, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. is that a thing? They sort of set up the show. Maybe we could do something like that. I feel like that's got to be one of those yeah. TV shows, right? Yeah, maybe it's not them. Like CSI, I, I don't know. Only, the only thing I know about Law & Order is playing that game with you that one time on YouTube. The stories you were about to hear are <laughs> real. Only the the characters' names have been changed <laughs> to protect the innocent. Yeah. Isn't that one of the disclaimers? <laughs> I think it is, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. That that game apparently was accurate enough that I could pretend to be uh, somebody who knows about Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I don't like this one. In, in the criminal justice... To, no, no. This one talks about sex crimes. I don't like that. Oh. Law and Order SVU. That doesn't well, help don't us. Don't look for Law and Order sex crimes. Look for Law I and didn't Order mean period. To look for Law and Order sex crimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, wait, here it is. Okay. <clears throat> In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet, yet equally important groups the police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. These are their stories. Dun dun. Like that. We could do something like that at the beginning of the game. Yeah. In the criminal justice system, there are people who prosecute crime. And then there are weirdos <laughs> on the internet. Um, yes! Per- yes! It's gotta be something <laughs> super serious and then followed up by and then there's these guys. <laughs> I'm actually writing that down. Because <laughs> that's how you would have to make that joke work. <laughs> Uh, let's see. There are these yeah. videos. You don't want to capitalize on the coronavirus, but I, I feel like that's like one of the random story ideas I was beating around was quarantined mm. with a killer, but I feel like I've already missed the, yeah. the window for like writing. Yeah, you would have had to start in like January, I think. <laughs> or, or like, you know, March, yeah. I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. To do a short story or a novella, probably. But yeah, if we do an intro like this, maybe we can sort of like divert it away from uh, away from coronavirus, and we could uh, put it at the beginning of the trailer too. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, maybe we can even get a voiceover for it. Okay, I'm into this. Cool. Uh, so yeah, oh, so um, quick update on Internet Court. Um, I'm now um, I'm making my way through case number four. Uh, I still have 22 pages in the script to go through in the Word document okay, script. Yeah, it's an to... extra long, uh, because it's yeah. the finale case. So, we did that on purpose. So so still quite a bit. Um, oh, I'm getting there, but still, t- it's taken some time. Yeah. As always. And then Cap President, still on the next pathway, I suppose. Yes, I'm on pathway number five. Um, I'm approaching the halfway point on that. So it's it's moving fairly quickly. That's good. That's uh, good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's still it's still the uh, the game I'm prioritizing more because, uh, as I've mentioned several times, I'm terrified about it not being finished before the election. So I spend most of my time on that, and then some time on Internet Court, and then a tiny bit of time on my writing project. Um, it's sort of how I've been prioritizing things. Uh 
So I, I forget if I talked about this, but I did figure out one really cool thing in Cat President 2 in like the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured out a way to exchange data between games so that if we set a variable in one game, say in Cat President 1, uh, Cat President 2 can then find that variable on your computer and read it. Um, so the way this plays out is, uh, I put through an update to Cat President 1 on Steam, and if you download the update and play it, um, whatever you name the main character, that name can now appear in Cat President 2, which I think is kind of cool. That is actually kind of interesting, yeah. yeah. And now, and now I've already have it pre-set up too, so that if we want to use the heroine's name from Cat President 2 in any future games, then that's, that's ready to go too. So, like, if you're playing Cat President 2, I have to set up a variable. So, like, if you, if this data from Cat President 1 exists, then use this data. Otherwise, use this generic line that does not refer to the character's name at all. Uh, and uh, it's working pretty well. So I'm, I'm very excited about that and what possibilities that might uh, offer for the future. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So have you picked up any... Uh... I guess coronavirus hobbies. I read a lot of noir <laughs> novels, which are interesting. Um, I don't know. Might turn it into uh. a game. Just wrote down a list of silly, weird ideas, but I don't know if that's a thing people care about. So, cool. Um, uh, no, <laughs> my I've just been continuing to work on our game. Actually, I'm sorry. I I've been playing. Uh. A lot of virtual board games on this website, uh, boardgamearena.com. I tweeted about a, a couple of days ago. Uh, it's What I like about it is you can play board games like live with someone, or you can set it to, uh, I think they call it a turn-based mode, where it's sort of asynchronous games, where like you do your move, and then the person can just do their move like at their leisure. They don't have to be sitting at their computer at that time. They can just you know check in whenever they have time, and do their move. I've been having a lot of fun playing that. Uh, at one point, I was ranked number 48 in the world for the board game Ice Cold Ice Hockey. Nice. <laughs> I am unfortunately no longer ranked. I lost several games in a row. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but I've been, that's been a, a fun little, little time waster. Uh, as you might expect, there aren't, like, a ton of board games on there that anyone's really ever heard of. Like, the site is free, so you're not going to get, like, Monopoly on there. You're not going to get, like, super popular games on there because they don't want to give their their stuff away for free. But but there's a couple known, like, uh, Carcassonne is on there. That's a game people play. And uh, Love Letter. Ooh, that's a, that's a board game? What? <laughs> yeah, I don't really totally get where the name comes from. Because every time I played it, it seems to just be about killing everybody else. But I'm sure there's some theming there that I don't quite understand. Uh, Win the heart of the princess by delivering your love letter in this quintessential card game. Or just murder everyone, yeah. Yeah, it's saying something about how we're writing a love letter here in the theme, but I'm definitely not writing love letters. I'm, like, comparing the numbers on my cards to the numbers on other people's cards, and if my number is higher, I get to kill them. That's how I understand it works. 
Anyway, that's what I'm doing. So you're you're are you are you actively writing some some noir books? No, uh, no, I just actively made a bullet list of interesting things that could be in noir books or a noir game. I wouldn't know how to do yeah. it. <laughs> um, I don't know how you do mystery, uh, a choose your own adventure in the mystery style. I probably need to look that up at some point. But sure. what I really want to do is go back to uh, the. Uh, the Pride and Prejudice and Murder, if I can get out of the hole I'm in with all my commissions and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know if I've complained online yet that um, all my free time is cancelled, but yeah, that's just the reality of coronavirus, I guess. Yeah, Everything cancelled, so I have to be at home watching the kids far more often, so... And I can't get books because the library is closed, so... Yeah, that's something I was going to ask about, and actually one of our uh, listeners was asking about, too, uh, how we're dealing with, or how our lives have changed as a result of uh, self-quarantining. Yeah, Elizabeth Pfeffer was asking about that, how quarantine life is treating us. And I was I was specifically wondering and worrying about, about poor Michael, who is suddenly there with two very small children all day, every day. Yeah, well, one's not so small, so, um, yeah, that one's gonna be fine. Uh, It's still got school going on for at least, like, another week, but doesn't school end in June, usually, so... Uh, yeah. (laughs) So, um, that's going to be a surprise. Uh, It won't be a surprise, I guess. I feel like the kids are okay with it, um, because things Mm -hmm. were canceled slowly enough that they were able to adjust... Okay. So, I mean, it would have been a huge blow if everything was canceled at once, but it's like, okay, well, you know, camp was canceled uh, four weeks after everything else, or, or like after school. Mm-hmm. And um, the the summer vacation plans, I don't know if I mentioned this, um, but they're just terrible. Oh my gosh, could not get refunds or anything. That's really messed up. Because yeah, we I saw you talking about that on Facebook. Yeah, because yeah. we bought our plane tickets on leap year day. And so uh, the airlines say, nope, nope, you only get refunds if you purchased a ticket in uh, March, because March is when the coronavirus hit. Yeah, but you bought the ticket... Like, I don't understand their their point of view here. Like, you bought the ticket in February before things were bad, and then things got bad, and as a result, you can't fly anymore. Like, how is that not, like, grounds for an immediate refund? You can't do the thing. Give them the money. Give them the money back. Yeah, no. So, uh, at most, I got, like, a credit. I know some places mm. were, um, they had, like, three different requirements. One of them was the date you bought your ticket. Another one was um, mm. the date where you're supposed to land. I forget what Which, that's been extended through. That seems like the more important thing. Yeah. Is, yeah. So, I think I mean, because it was scheduled to land in in the summer, and they, they said, mm. okay, that's the danger period still. I still wish they had just given us a refund rather than just giving us a credit that has to be used. Mm. Um, uh. I guess we could go on vacation next next summer but still is there like an expiration date on the credit of course there is why would they yeah. give you a credit without an expiration date gosh uh am i am i correct did you were you planning to go to to uh disney too yeah yeah or? disney uh, world oh disney world for like the first time i've never been to disney oh, world myself so, so it would have been would have been interesting oh. 
Oh, it would have been awesome. Oh, devastating. Ugh. Yeah, and then next well. summer is just going to be a nightmare, I guess, because everybody who wasn't able to go this summer yeah. is going to try to go next summer. That's what I was thinking, too, like people getting excited about stuff opening up. Stuff is going to be so crowded for a while after after it opens back up, I feel like. Well, especially like, if they're going to be opening up, like, the park at, what, a quarter capacity or whatever? Yeah. Well, I saw someone talking about, like, does that mean lines are going to be long or shorter? That was me asking that question. Oh, that was you! <laughs> I was trying to debate with yeah. my wife. It's like, no, maybe we can still make it, and no, I don't think the park's going to be opening by the time we had our planned vacation, because yeah. that was a very real option, um... <laughs> Thanksgiving in Hawaii, I guess, was also going to be an option. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it could have been fun, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Ugh. That's right. Yeah, so there's the, yeah, the airlines handle, like, canceling the flight, um, as opposed to um, rescheduling a flight. Basically, they wanted to make it, so you should reschedule the flight. That way they don't lose any money, but... Yeah. I don't think they're losing money by offering a credit and then, uh, you know, uh, giving you a, a time limit to use the credit in. Did you already buy your Disney tickets, too? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's good, at least. Disney, I think, has been good about um, with the, the, the refunds oh. and everything and, like, being up to date and on top of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all extremely not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, besides that, any anything else uh, d uh, changing as a result of uh, self-quarantining in the last couple of months? Um, no. More family time. It's a positive, right? More, More family, family time. time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I was generally a homebody and stayed indoors most of the time anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> It's not much of a change for me, besides uh, specifically with the children. And, uh, you know, yeah. I I feel like if we were um, quarantining with with no kids around, it, it would be totally different. So, yeah, that's what it's been like for us. <laughs> oh, you've been wishing you could quarantine yeah. with kids no. so you could see no, no, how no, it would no, be no, totally different? Been, no, it hasn't quite been that. No, it's been more like... Like you're saying, we're we're also homebody, so it's like, yeah, now we just only go to the supermarket instead of sometimes also going to the thrift store and yard sales. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it. I'm I'm missing out like doing stuff like that. Like I like going out for ice cream, like like we were talking about earlier. Um, but other than that, like it's it's sort of hasn't changed a lot. Like I I'm very fortunate in that. Um, I already worked from home full time. My job hasn't really been affected. My my uh, freelance work hasn't really been impacted all that much. Um, very, very lucky compared to a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and doing a lot more, like, projects around the house on the weekend. That's sort of been what I've been doing instead of going to yard sales, I guess. Like, I, I just finished building a shelf. That was fun. I built a shelf for our guest room, and I painted the front porch for, like, the third time. Because the paint keeps chipping whenever it snows. Yeah, a lot of people keep, uh, you know, <laughs> doing all those projects and stuff. Yeah. You've got time to do it now. <laughs> but also just trying to, like, stay ahead of uh, video game development stuff, too. Um, to 
try to release our games in, at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, very, very lucky here. That's good. Do we have any other uh, listener questions? Oh, we actually do have one more, yeah. Um, this one comes to us from Joe Reviewer, uh, and this is like a, a total shifting of gears. Um, Joe Reviewer asks, what have been the major differences of FMV implementation in Awkward Steve and Internet Court? You, I mean, I really wasn't involved in, uh, Awkward <laughs> Steve in the slightest. Yeah. So I, I, I can, I can speak to that, um. Awkward Steve was basically the most, the simplest form of FMV we could have possibly done. By FMV, who, those who don't know, we're talking about using live action, uh, recorded footage in video games, just like filming people doing stuff. Um, and Awkward Steve was basically like you watch a video clip and then you make a decision. And then that decision determines what video clip you watch next. It was extremely simple. There was virtually no interface to, to speak of. There was, Nothing else you could do in the game besides clicking on these options and watching these different videos. So, um, as a result, Awkward Steve, which was a much simpler and, and faster game to produce, um, Internet Court has, uh, a, a lot of different wrinkles to it. Multiple um, characters all, talking to yeah. each other, I think. Yes. Yes. So, uh, Awkward Steve was literally just me. All me. I played the only character in the game. Uh, in Internet Court, I'm dealing with footage from, what, like a dozen different people, I think? Yeah. Um, which, uh, introduces a number of complications. Like, I, I have to worry about audio levels, for one, to make sure all of the videos are the same volume. I have to make sure everything, uh, sounds good when it, when it's put together. Uh, and I, you know, removing a lot of background noise as well, uh, from, depending on what different people's recording setups were. Uh, Awkward Steve didn't have any spoken dialogue at all, so I had to do virtually no audio editing in that regard. Uh, Internet Court has has provided a mon- many more challenges. Uh, in addition, Internet Court um, has, like, an actual interface with things to click on. Like, um, you have your, what we refer to as the court record, uh, inspired by Phoenix Wright. Um, so I needed to ha- develop an interface for opening different pieces of evidence, looking at them, scrolling through them. I created a... Um, uh, what it, uh, I forget what it's called, but it it shows every line of dialogue that has been spoken in the game so far, so you can scroll through it in case you missed something. Uh, transcript. That's sort of yeah, yeah. Before. I've 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 had to make subtitles uh, for people who would like to play with subtitles. Uh, I had to create lots of different graphics, avatars for all the different characters. There's just so many more moving pieces in Internet Court than there there ever were in Awkward Steve. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it. It's just a lot more complicated. That's that's the big difference, Joe. <laughs> uh, and that's even before adding the. Uh, remember, I wanted to have a live like chat feature in the game at one point too. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so much fun. <laughs> Impossible we to do. Ta- yeah. Oh. We I saw we mentioned earlier in the podcast that Internet Court uh, is is basically supposed to be a live Twitch stream or whatever. So I wanted to implement uh, a chat feature on the side of the screen where we also have uh, a dialogue from people who are uh, sitting there watching it, quote unquote, watching the stream, not real live people. Uh, just like additional stuff for you to look at while the videos are playing, basically. Um, but. 
that was going to be a tremendous amount of effort. <laughs> if if the game sells well and we do a sequel, maybe. But I really liked that idea. Um, let's see. I've got a. I don't. I don't feel like I've been playing many video games. Uh, I got to an oh, end yeah, of the game. I hit like a, a paywall in. Um, I don't even remember the name of the game anymore. <laughs> Idol Factory Tycoon, which was okay. great, but when I updated the game, I I hit the paywall. So, uh, so it feels like um, you know, instead of buying, like you needed two hundred and fifty tickets in order to get a gear in that game. And uh, prior to the update, it was like 200 tickets. Uh, I feel like that happened with everything. All the levels that you had to get things at just got bumped up by 10, 20 percent. And so it makes me... Some update. Yeah, well, I feel like that's how a lot of those games work. (laughs) It's like, that's why they update the game every week or every two weeks. And every time they update, they just move the the levels just a little bit higher. (laughs) Well, that's very upsetting. Oh. Uh, well, uh, Elizabeth and I just finished playing through Life is Strange 2, um, which is among the saddest games I've ever played, I think I can say. Oh, good. It's a proper sequel? Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sequel, so it's set in the... Did you play Life is Strange? No. Oh. Uh, it's, it's set in the same universe... Uh, but starring different characters. I know there was like uh, a prequel this... one, right? Yeah, Life is Strange Before the Storm, which mm-hmm. I absolutely adored. That was a great game. Uh, Life is Strange 2, also good. Um, but not like the best game to be playing in the middle of a global pandemic. Not not because it has like any storylines relating to a pandemic, but just because it's so like every it's just so oppressively sad throughout almost the entire game. Like I, I, I wanted to be playing more cheerful things, I suppose. And it's 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 a very kind of um, political game too. Um, without going too much into it, it it does it it talks a lot about um, uh, the experience of of Hispanic folk and and Mexican immigrants in the United States, mm-hmm. and uh, the sort of situations that uh, that the that they face. Uh, and it's it's sort of interesting in that respect. Like I I think I a long time ago talked about how uh, The Walking Dead Two was was such a fascinating game for me because it had me playing as like a uh, a preteen girl and it got me like into her into her head and and acting not as how I would normally react in situations but as a, how I felt this this character should be acting instead. And it was kind of similar to this. Like I had to put my myself in the mindset of okay. I I am uh, I am a young Hispanic guy. Uh, how are people going to react to me differently than they would normally react to a thirty-something white dude? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's such a it's such an interesting experience, but also as I said, oppressively sad. <laughs> it can so. be yeah, it can be difficult. I seem to recall with um, Babysitters Club is often the same way. I feel like that was what uh, one of the ghostwriters, Pierre Larangis, who's a great writer. Um, but I've seen interviews, uh, with him where he basically complains. That was sort of his problem. It's like, you guys really expect me to, like, go into the head of, like, you know, an eighth grade teenage girl and, um, basically live there. He had no idea how realistic his, his stuff was. Yeah. 
but no, like I mean, that's 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 really what I enjoyed about it. Like, it's something I'm learning to really love about video games is the way they can really like pretty much literally put yourself put you put yourself in someone else's shoes in a way that very few other me- media is able to do. Like, really experience something from someone else's perspective, and I, I find that. Very, very cool how they were able to do that. Yeah, because when you're watching a movie with the character, you obviously don't feel like you are the character in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and in a video game, you are, in most video games, you are literally, you are that person. You are controlling that person, what they do. Yeah. So, very, very interesting. Uh, if anyone out there wants to check it out, I would suggest, you know, maybe next year. <laughs> maybe play it next year. <laughs> When you're, or if you're in the mood for a very, very sad game. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't, I'm checking the internet here, and I don't think there's any way to, like, download old versions of uh, a video game um, that's on the mm. App Store. It looks... <laughs> so you can get the older version so you don't have to pay as much? Yeah, get the for, older uh, version yeah. where, uh, you know, I didn't have to pay, you know, 200 bucks. Yeah, that sounds Where good. I, you know, you only had to, uh, yeah. And they gave you free things. Yeah, that I remember back yeah. in the day. Um, you know, you get like this, this currency and, uh, you, you got a free, like 20 bucks every four hours and they switched it to, okay, 20 bucks every four hours, but you have to watch an ad. Oh. So that's probably why you can't download the older versions. But I wonder, I wonder if you can like turn off automatic updates for games like that, so that in the future, if you're playing a game like that, you just say no, don't update. <laughs> I want to keep playing this version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I, yeah, I don't know that you can go back and get an older one. It, it looks like people have down are. Um... I don't know what an APK is. I think that might be. Oh. That's, I mean, that's just like uh, an app file. The Android for one. Android. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like the Android one. Um, it looks like they've got the Android versions. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might be able to download them. Uh, you don't have an Android. Mm, I don't think so. That's that's a phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> a phone or tablet. Uh, if it's not iPhone, it's probably Android. All oh, right, we're right, right, right. That's that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think yeah. we've got that. I think we had it at one oh. point, but not right now. Anyway. Anyway, so that was that's definitely a lesson for the, the free-to-play games. Just never update them. Get the game yeah. near the start. <laughs> Hope it doesn't bug out. <laughs> Just never update. Yeah. Oh. All right. I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argelfumpf, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Uh, And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at orock.com. Is there anything you would like to add, Michael? Oh yeah, I heard some people talking like the other day about uh, these Game Grumps people that did the the dad's game. Apparently, did like a, a Nancy Drew uh, Hardy Boys style book. I'm like, oh, oh no, that's going to take away from our Francie Drew sales. Obviously, oh, our sales are going to plummet. No, it's going to be so sad now. Yeah, or or. 
maybe uh, it'll show up as a recommended... Th- oh, wait, is it a book or a game that they're doing? I have absolutely no idea. I don't follow these guys. I don't watch uh, YouTube. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's a game, then maybe our game will show up as a recommendation for that game, and people will be like, I want to play more uh, Nancy Drew parody games. Oh, look, here's another one. That could be it. We'll keep our fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, anyone who's on Board Game Arena, uh, add me. I'm at Paul M. Franzen. I will destroy you in ice-cold ice hockey. <laughs> Wanted to make sure I got that out there. Former okay. world champion. Former. <laughs> I'm coming back, baby. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. All right, I'll see you around. Get some ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) Bye.